I told you that our marriage is not a Trello board. Relationships are not check boxes and I don't want to be a check box. I don't want to be put in this box. Like if you think that taking me out on a date night, taking me on a holiday is going to solve all of our relationship problems, you're unfortunately setting yourself up for failure. All right, we're live. Hi, everyone. Today, we come to you with strings, um, repair, marriage repair sketch. Strings going to walk you through how he thinks we should uh, repair our marriage. Yeah, so Anna and I this morning went to breakfast. Yeah, with... uh... There's been a little bit of tension since since Friday last week, and now it's Thursday. No, Wednesday. A whole week, which is unusual. Which is the long the longest it's been. So I'm like, okay, well, let's we need to sit down and talk. So I went to brekkie this morning, and for me, I I already had it in my in my head. I was like, if I can if I can make Anna laugh, then we're on we're on a winner. But yeah. There wasn't this wasn't a session for for comedy, but I I brought this one out and I think we're on the mend. What do you reckon? Well, you yeah. draw this, and I was like, um, that's not how it right. works. But so, but walk. But so Anna Anna talked to me. <laughs> so, so you you told me you said, look, this is how this is how I'm feeling. I'm not feeling like I, I'm the priority. Uh, challenges, challenges with having two kids, two of us having a business together as well, and the number one thing I got out of it was you as a priority. But before we got deep into that, I just came out being a man, just uh, with a solution. So yeah, so let's start with that. I tell String things aren't working, or he's feeling it. He's taking me to lunch to breakfast. We sat down, and he took his notebook. And then he presented me with his grand plan that you're seeing now on the screen. If you're listening to this, you should definitely go on YouTube and check out this uh, beautiful drawing that String has done. So, yeah, just explain to us, String, what is your marriage repair plan? Or what was it before I actually – before we actually got to the – It's pretty Pretty simple. simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, my, like most things. Uh, yeah, so – let me let me lay it out. So this is girl, this is boy, this is Anna string. So when Anna is let me go bigger. I can't zoom in any further. That's right. When Anna is sad, so girl sad leads to boy sad. And the loop is when I'm not happy, then there's a loop around and it makes Anna not happy as well. So I put these things in. I said, look, if we can just break this chain here then then we're on a winner and then the suggestion is so that's the number one so how do we how do we do it that's the the path over here following the arrow i go on to the the tangible things what is it one one times per month date night you said i need to quantify it quantify it yeah that's the terms i use so one times per month date night so put it like if i put a little bit of little bit of red wine in into anna's (laughs) Uh, glass over here and she she drinks it 
it's going to go into here and she'll be happy and fall in love with me and then everything's going to sort itself out. Then there was the other, like, plus. So date nights. So these are, this is very hard to draw, DNs. All right. You get you get the idea. This you is can a put text in it. All right. D. No, I'll just do that. D N. So that there is a date night. And this is H for holidays. So if I if we do date nights and we do holidays, see on a beautiful exotic island, palm trees, co- coconuts. We haven't had one of these like a proper well, we haven't had the two of us on holiday since the kids were around. Which is like three and a half years. Yeah, so this is like strategy number one, strategy number two. This plus that leads to (laughs) happy wife, happy me, happy life, and happy happy family. They're our two little girls, Zoe and Anna. Zoe and Anna. Sorry, Zoe and Eva. And uh, and that leads to lots of love from my wife. And the number <laughs> number one thing is putting putting wifey putting Anna as the as my number one priority. So it's a pretty simple plan. If I just go, it's left to right. It's like a Trello board. <laughs> left to right. If I do that, then we ha- we win. Okay, but but uh, but we don't. Yeah, well, this is where I, where it didn't work out for me. <laughs> yeah, this is where it didn't work out for you because why? What did I tell you? Well, I told you that, yeah, I told you that our marriage is not a Trello board. Relationships are not checkboxes and I don't want to be a checkbox. I don't want to be put in this box. Like if you think that taking me out on a date night, taking me on a holiday is going to solve all of our relationship problems, you're unfortunately setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. So yeah, most guys are, we, we kind of, this would be, it'll be so easy if there were instructions for this. Um, wait, what so, are you doing there? Well, I just stopped because now we actually get to the, get to the, I guess we talk about, well, like that works for you, but it's not going to work for me because that's not going to solve it. No, the solving of it comes down to feelings and (laughs) being there for you, being present, which, and 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 I told you this morning, I don't think I've ever asked Anyway, how are you feeling? It's not. It's not how how I've grown up. So, how you, tell me how you feel. Mm. I'm actually. I've. Uh, I'm asking that of of Zoe, prompted by you, because when when she's frustrated, you acknowledge. You've read the books, and you acknowledge. You know, I can see you're feeling like this, but that's not that's not my general go to. My go to is solution. Like, how do I fix this? Okay, wife's unhappy. What do I do to fix this? Yeah. Not ask. Well, that that was the 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 main issue because I think people listening and watching are like, okay, well, what's the problem, guys? And it's it's quite vulnerable for us to share this. Well, for me too, because I'm, 
you know, I'm a relationship coach and I have a program, but we also work together in this business. And so there's so many layers to it. Uh, but I think we, we had a discussion this morning where I shared with you how I feel and I shared with you how I feel like you are not present. Like, I don't want to be a checkbox for you every month that you take me out for dinner and, and you think that, okay, that's what marriage is. And like, it's not. And I know that men are not as versed in, in it. And I know that I, as a woman, I'm so much more in touch with this and, and you're not. And if you would be, then we probably wouldn't be together. But I feel like this is our edge right now because how it's been, it's just not like it's not working for me. And I think it's also because obviously, you know, we've had two little children in the last four years and I've just been feeling like not necessarily trapped, but, you know, I'm still breastfeeding. So for the last two years I've been pregnant and breastfeeding, so I couldn't focus that much on me and stuff. And I want to, I want to share with everyone that within this process, I've been thinking of, okay, well, where is my part? Because obviously I'm mirroring you. So when I coach my clients and I try to coach myself on this, because I hate being in this state. I think this has been the longest time where I've been, you called it what? Disappointed. Usually I bounce back real quick because I really look inside and what this is for me. But this time it was different. This time there was something there that I could, you know, and I've done my flow. I thought about, well, how can I, you know, if I don't feel loved in this relationship or in this marriage or chosen, how can I choose myself, right? And this is actually what I recommend to all of my clients and this is what I do, right? Like I first go into my body, I release a lot of that, you know, whatever I'm feeling, you know, so... <clears throat> and then I think about, okay, well, where am I not loving myself? Okay, what do I crave? I crave to be taken out. I, I crave to feel adored and chosen and, you know, cherished. And I want experiences. stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, how can I, I just got pissed that I'm sitting there and waiting for me, for you to make me happy or for you to take me out. And I'm like, fuck that. How can I do this for myself? And I already kind of have a plan. I messaged a few girlfriends. I want to go out more. You know, I want to go, go on a retreat and stuff like that. I know I'm also very impatient. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no but delayed imagine. gratification. Yeah, here. well, I, I want to look at you when your body has been producing children for the past four years. And, ha, ha, there's no delayed gratification. Like, just, you know, it's different. Oh, it is, yeah. Like, what I've been giving to the kids and, you know, it's it's so demanding in the hormones and stuff. And so I haven't been feeling well, you know, about it. And so I know that, you know, another four months and, you know, Eva's going to be one and I can get off breastfeeding and I can go on a three-day retreat, you know, and, and I can do so many other things like, you know, get on a motorcycle and, and go somewhere for a day. But anyways, for now, so this is my part and I'm owning my part. But then I was questioning like, where is your part there? So the first thing to do, well, the first two things that I did, and I think every woman should do when she's feeling like she's not, you know, your my man isn't stepping up. Like that's the biggest complaint that women are having. He doesn't take me out. Da, da, da. And I'm like, 
I, I hate being in this state where I'm waiting for you to take me out. And I got to that state and I'm like, I don't want to be here. So I dropped to my hands and knees. I did my feminine flow, which I teach all of the women in the claim program. And then I asked how and where am I not allowing myself to be cherished and wanted? And I really turned inside and, and being in, the, in that space. But then I still believe that I needed to, to, to communicate it to you about how I feel so that perhaps you also not even wake up, but you know, I wrote this thing, good enough is not good. It is not enough anymore. Should I read it? Yeah, yeah, you should read it. And I think, uh, yeah, my, my mistake here was not tackling it early because this gave you, <laughs> this gave you enough time to think about, you know, to really consider, oh, where you, you were going into, into your, well, I imagine going into your head, you know, questioning where where is this? Where well, is this first going? I talked to four of my girlfriends. <laughs> I talked to zero of my guy friends. Well, yeah, because you don't talk about this stuff. That's no. what, like, you know, and and the thing is that you are, and I told you know, you are an amazing father, and you are an amazing husband. You are the protector and the provider, and that has been for me enough. And that's what I think, you know, the first stage for the women I work with, because I was there before, like to start to attract men like you, you are the perfect CMM, you know? Yeah, we know, we know. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, honestly, when I've worked, reworked my beliefs around men and everything, I've attracted you, we've been together for six years. But it almost seems like we're our relationship and our marriage are, is going to the next level. Of course, we have a business together now and we have kids like totally different and look, I've been extremely happy with you, but it seems like we've hit this plateau where I just felt like, you know, good enough, meaning like the protector and the provider only and being a great father, which you are, is just not, not enough anymore. And yeah. so let me read this and then. Yeah, re read that and then we'll go. Yeah. So I shared this with String and it's quite vulnerable. Um, and I think both of us got pretty emotional when, when we read it again. I know he loves me, but it's not enough anymore. It's not enough anymore to love me the way you have been loving me before. I want more passion. I want more excitement. I want to feel chosen. I want to know and feel that you're always thinking about how to make me happy. I feel you're not here. You're not with me. You refuse to be here in the body with me because you're afraid or maybe lazy or maybe ignorant. Whatever it is, I don't care. I'm not available for good enough anymore. I don't want a good enough husband because I'm not a good enough wife. I'm an amazing wife and woman and mother to your children. I'm the golden goose that lays golden eggs wherever she can and wants. I want to feel taken care of, loved, wanted played with, taken out, taken places, given gifts, touched, adored, feel like I'm the priority, not the business, not the children, me. Am I not prioritizing myself? Good question, maybe. Maybe I'm just trying too hard. Maybe I'm tired. How am I not loving myself? Gosh, how much more work I need to do to, do to excavate and dig. How am I mirroring this? There's nothing unclear, unresolved for me. I know what I want. I know my worth. I know what I deserve, and I won't let you give me less. I won't let you be less. 
Either you go up with me or not go with me at all. Good enough isn't enough anymore. Every man is a teacher. Maybe I've learned my lesson with you. There's no solution here yet. Just being in it. Hey, girlfriend, before we continue with this episode, I wanted to jump in real quick and share an important message for you. There's a lot of advice out there about dating and relationships, books, experts and gurus, and even your granny has a surefire way to succeed in love. And most of it is complete BS. Well, maybe not so much granny's advice. As you may or may not know, I run a transformational 10-week group coaching program called Claim, just like the podcast, that has helped hundreds of women around the world completely change their dating reality with men, where they go from being frustrated and burnt out to actually enjoying dating and starting to attract some amazing men, men who stand strong in their masculinity, who are confident, who court and pursue you and plan and organize and pay for dates, but who are also emotionally available and are ready and willing and again, available for relationship with you. And I've developed this program with one thing in mind, that you already have everything you need to attract the man in the relationship of your dreams. You don't need to change who you are. You are not broken. You just need to make a few key shifts and they all start from the inside. If you're ready to feel that kind of excitement, ease and joy in dating and relationships that so many of my clients have experienced and me myself, as you know, I have attracted my masculine men and now have a family with him. I have an invitation for you. Work with me and my team to get on the fast track so you can start seeing big changes in your life ASAP. Go to claim.com apply to sign up for your free no catch discovery call or short interview with a member of my team. This will be your chance to experience our approach firsthand and to ask any personal questions you might have about the program and whether this is a good fit for you. It's also going to be our chance to see if we would be a good fit for you because we're not in this and I'm not in this for a quick buck and we don't work just with anyone. We're committed to your success and we want to make sure we can help you to achieve it. The good news is that dating and relationships doesn't have to be this hard. So if you don't want to wait around any longer wondering where are all the good men, if you need an urgent change and are open to receiving personalized help and guidance and want to invest in yourself, then apply for this no catch. There's nothing that you need to give us. It's just a free discovery call for you so you can see whether this is a good fit for you and so they can work on this together. So go to claimed.com slash apply. This will take you to a calendar where you can book your call, answer some short questions, and then we shall see you on the other side. All right, now back to the episode. <laughs> and this is the moment where I'm like, well, I told you, look, we can either be, you know, business partners and co-parents and that's it. That's how, you know, probably 90% of, of, of relationships, of families, marriages are. And we can just do that. But for me, I could probably do that for that long. And then I'm going to put you. <laughs> <laughs> so our daughter, our three-year-old always says, Daddy, I'm going to put you in the rubbish. <laughs> or she says, I'm going to put you in jail. And I was like, hmm, maybe I should put you in the funnel, which <laughs> is. You know, when you're dating in, uh, yeah, which means like, well, maybe I should, you know, start thinking about other men and stuff. But um, like, why? Like, I think we talk, I asked the question, you know, yeah, we can do the business together. We can co-parent. You can take me to breakfast or dinner. But like, maybe we don't need to sleep in, in one bed, you know, and maybe we, yeah. And because when we started, I was really 
focused on that role. And I think this is where this is an important conversation we had, because for me, I always prioritize myself and the relationship. And I chose that concept of lovers because I teach in the program, like choose a role that your partner is playing. For me, you've always played a role of a lover. And that's why we've managed to, you know, have that polarity in place. Um, but I think for you, it has been. Well, mine's shifted. Different. Yeah. 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 And my re- realization was my, my priority has shifted to, to dad rather than, rather than lover. Mm. And you weren't the, the number one priority. And it wasn't until, yeah, it was the sitting down and, talk, and talking through it for me. Because I don't think, I don't think about things until they, until there's trouble. Yeah. The masculine things, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Yeah. And we don't realize it, you know, it's, it's, we don't realize something's not right until, you know, there's a, there's a flat tire you drive, you're, you're still driving down the road. It's getting bumpier and bumpier. I'm like, oh shit, maybe I should step outside and have a look. And, uh, and I think that's what, that's, that's what happened with us. But it wasn't until you got, you didn't get really angry. You just got, it was a disappoint. It was the word for me is disappointment. You and just I was gave like, up. What the, yeah, gave up. I was like, oh <laughs> shit, this is, I don't like it. I like it. I prefer you to be angry and pissed off. And because then I know what I did. Whereas here, I was like, okay, what, how do I, how do I improve this situation? How do I, well, how do I fix it? That's what, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. But my fixing, I don't, before, before we have, before we talk this morning, my fixing isn't, I would internalize and go, oh, I know what I need to do. I need to bring that lover back in. I need to prioritize, uh, <laughs> prioritize you because that didn't, that didn't even cross my mind. And it wouldn't have crossed my mind if I was being honest until, until someone made me aware of it. I don't go, I don't go to that space. And it's not something that's that's natural for me, but it was before we before we were a family. That was my space. Well, yeah, because you were like actively courting and pursuing me, girlfriend. Remember, I said girlfriend. Like- I, need, I need to call you my girlfriend. I like. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start calling so you my girlfriend. So takeaways from here: number yeah. one is switching from wife to dad, girlfriend. Yeah, wife to girlfriend, and then dad to lover. To lover. Dad. Wife priority, to girlfriend. Number one priority, love, lover. Wife to lover. Because lover is so much better than husband. Husband sounds boring. Well, husband. Husband is like husband. It's that husband and wife is just a see, like a legal. It's legal an arrangement. Term. It's like we're we're playing the roles that we need to play, which means you know you are the protector, the provider. I take care of the kids and the the I don't know the laundry and the babysitters and the food and whatever. But like I I oh hang on there was another there was another list we won't go through it. Taking care of the laundry and the food and the ki- <laughs> and the kids and making the bed. Anna came together. I think in this, during this, all the things I, I like and don't like, there was a whole, whole list that you put together. Here are the things that I just don't, I want to, you want to get to that, that you don't have well, to yeah, deal with. Well, yeah, but that doesn't have to do necessarily with our dynamic, but, um, yeah, you know, I, I shared with you how I feel 
And when you said, how do I fix it? That's the thing. I don't, I don't need you to fix anything. That is literally like, this is not how do I fix situation. That's why yeah. your brilliant genius sketch, it doesn't work because it's like, you can take me on a date night every night, but if you're in your head all the time and you're not here and you're not embodied, right? <laughs> Which I know for you, talking about feelings and like being in the body is weird, but this conversation I think is so great because I think most men out there are like you. Most men out there that the women are with are not these like embodiment relationship polarity coaches I'm interviewing on my podcast, right? And they're just guys and yeah. you're just a guy, you're, you're like a really good guy. I'm just you know? an awesome guy. You're know? <laughs> like a great awesome CMM who's in your head who's not doing, you know, you're like surfing and exercising, you're a great dad, a great husband, like you're great, but I want more. Like I want deeper. I don't want to settle for just in, like it's, it's enough, good enough. You know, We're like <laughs> I don't want good enough. I want to be with, with you. I want to be in a relationship with you. And I always said it's a choice. Like, yeah. it, like, if I do not choose, if you don't, one day you decide not to choose to be with me anymore, then you're free to go. Yeah. And I feel the same way. And so, you know, but I do love you, obviously, you know. A little less. <laughs> <laughs> A little less last week. But, like, there's nothing to fix. What needs to be done is, like, I just want you to be here with me. Like when you see and notice, it's like, that's what embodiment is. I talked to, I went to this woman, Melanie Curtin. She actually works with men, helping them create that polarity and being in the body. And I didn't even, I didn't think about that much before because I obviously work with women and I know how important it is to women. But she's just helped me understand that it's as important for women as it is for men. It looks different. But, you know, when you are breathing, I think there's like breathing techniques into your heart and body and whatever, you're just able to notice my body language and how you relate to me and how you resonate. You know, like you put down your phone, like you, you threw your phone away. Like I feel now. Well, it buzzed and now that we're more talking. Yeah, but, but that's exactly because you know there's a problem. I feel your attention, your full attention here. And the question is how can – how can we how can we have this okay i don't expect 100% of the time but i want it 80% of the time you know when we're in bed when we're together when we're on a date night i don't want it to be like the 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 like how do i feel okay date night check i'm in your checkbox i don't want to be a checkbox <laughs> you know so to conclude what's the new plan if string were to draw a new plan, how would that look like? The the new plan is that if I'm aware of it, and that's that's actually a conscious effort for me. I, I'm not. You mean I'm not, not taking our relationship for granted and just cruising? Yeah, or well, cruising <laughs> is kind of that's a natural. that's new. Yeah, but I'm not like oh yeah, if I yeah, it's not it's not easy for me to go oh yeah, I just need to be more 
present <laughs> because I'm not naturally present. Um, mm. this, this, is a con- this is something that I need to do consciously and focus on consciously and to think about it. And, and I know you don't like checklists, but for me the reality may be <laughs> to actually create a checklist, not what I do, what I do for you or to you, but what do I need to focus on? Like what, what is that? What is that time? Because that's the. Can I share something with you and the listeners? I heard this theory of why women are better at relationships than men. Why is that? I don't know if I shared this with you, but base, and it's a theory, but I think there's something to it that when girls and boys are born, obviously, as a mother, the mother is a woman, well, obviously. But as a mother, you, the, the boy, as the mother, like if I had a son, well, as mothers and as parents, right, we love our children unconditionally, but there's that mother-baby bond, which is undeniable, right, which is very different to father-baby mm. bond. And so if a woman has a son, she loves her son and her daughter unconditionally, but because she's the opposite gender to him, as a son, you, as a man, as a boy, you, you're already loved by the opposite sex unconditionally. And therefore, you do not need to work at building relationships. Mm-hmm. Like unconsciously, it's, it's not a priority because that relationship is so... Ingrained, and I think it also might. Well, I'm I'm still exploring this idea, but I think it also has something to do with why men are so inherently confident. I mean, it has to do with testosterone, living on the edge, and everything. But you know, I've been thinking of why girls. I mean, of course, it has to do with thousands and thousands of years of women being inferior. Obviously, we carry that, and that. Women have a lot of insecurities. You're not inferior. Well, I know You're just I'm not. inferior to me. <laughs> Stop. Well, okay. If you're a listener, string, you got to get familiar with strings. That's um, right. Continue. Sense of humor. But um, <laughs> it has something to do with that. So that, you know, but if you're a girl, there's almost like, well, how they explain it, a rejection from the mother earlier than with a boy because like it's it's an opposite not a rejection i don't know how to explain it but basically the little girl and and you know we have two girls right so how different is her dynamic zoe is three and a half how different is her dynamic with you rather than with me she has to flirt with you she has to create this like I notice it so much because how she relates to me is so different. And I think it as is. a mother, you you know it and you notice it because she's with you so cheeky. She's like a little girl. I mean, she's playing with you, but maybe it's also de- depends on how I relate to her. But little girls, because they don't have that unconditional, complete love from the opposite sex, which is you, the father, she has to learn how to build that relationship with you. And she's then becoming so equipped at building relationship that she, as a woman, she is so, she's built to build relationship 
right? And that's why all women are so much more connected to their feeling. Well, not, not that's why, but this might be one of the layers. But boys, for you, and I've heard this another thing, which is I thought was beautiful. When we meet each other as men and women, what women learn from men is sex and how to get connected to their sex. Because you guys are so connected to you. It's like one second instant, boom, I'm ready to go. I can't do that. So I'm here to learn to do that and to learn my body and my sexuality and open up through sex with your help. But, But you're here to learn how to connect to the relationship and, and to the internal. So it's almost like what I'm teaching from you is how to connect that masculine to the external. We can say sex, but you're here to learn how to connect to that internal, to the feminine and, and to the depth. So anyways, I just want <laughs> I just wanted to share that. But yeah, it's good that you're sharing that. It's so hard for you. It's not natural, which I think is most men. I think for most men, and there's nothing wrong with it necessarily. You know, I also don't want you to talk about feelings all day because that would be unattractive. Yeah. But 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 it's time (laughs) to it's not gonna happen. Yeah. But I think what you said, like being and I'm also conscious of not giving you advice here because um I'm just yeah, sharing with you how I felt and letting you yeah, just I guess come to your own conclusions and I mean, look, if it has to be a checklist, it's like to the feminine, to me, to the woman, it's like, oh, my God, how can you put me in a checklist? Like, isn't that important to you? But I guess it is. That's why you're making, it's not my, it's putting not it on the to-do. It's not It's natural. important, but it's not natural. For me, mm. I, don't, I don't wake up and think about how do I, how do I be more present, how do I. <laughs> How do I bring more love into the world, into the relationship? That's not, it's just maybe, I don't know who it's natural for. I, think, I bet there's plenty mm-hmm. of men that, that it is natural for. For for me, it's not. But I also mm-hmm. know that many skills, I'm I'm a lot more, I'm a lot, a lot more open than I was you know, as, as a teenager, as a, you know, in my, in my twenties to actually exploring, learning about things. What what did you do there? I just took out a headphone. Oh, okay. Yeah, but this is the this is the way that I did that I deal with that I that I work at if I need to and mm-hmm. I'm still going into that solution. Because I mean, okay, this is a problem. It's a sketch. Okay, right, so what would be the Sad. new let's let's finish with this. What would be the new sketch? So that was your old sketch where it's like Date night, a holiday. I mean, I still want a date night and I still want a holiday. Mm. But I want a present. Maybe embodied is not the right word, but I want a, a present husband lover. How would you well, s- sketch that out? I think the, the sketch is <laughs> me, me and you first and... Mm. the the family as a part of that but it's me and you as the as the foundation mm. and to be and to be present not to be thinking i mean it's hard not to think like thoughts they're gonna appear but you know actually having this com- having this conversation the conversation this this morning at breakfast we were we were speaking we weren't distracted and it was the two of us we we weren't having a chat in between doing different things. 
and the more time that I allocate to to that, that we maybe we should eye gaze more. (laughs) (laughs) We did this eye gazing thing, which was good. Yeah, we did do it. Which was good. You told me you haven't looked in my eyes. Is this going on on podcast as well? Yeah. Yeah, let's do eye gazing for seven minutes and and they can just hang there. (laughs) And and watch and And, listen. Well, not here. Anything. (laughs) Seven minutes of silence. (laughs) I think that's it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that's it from us today. We'll uh, keep you updated. If you like this, let us know. We can be that. Oh, my God. We should not turn into those YouTube couples who like talk about their relationship for hours. We're gonna. Uh, we we should release like a twin flame relationship course. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, bye, bye. everyone. Bye.